0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Monday. It's the day after Easter. Lo and behold, Christianity may not be on life support, but it's not because of American-born Christians. Immigration is continuing to thrive. Thrive, as we all know, it's both legal and illegal. We we allow more people to come here legally than anywhere else on the planet. Well over a million people a year. Mm-hmm. On top of that, they're bringing with their religion, and a vast majority of them bring with them Christianity. Yeah. And so what is showing that 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 Christianity is still alive and well isn't a young group of Americans who are what are they considered now? The nuns N-O-N-E-S, the nuns, they're, they're, they're spiritual, they're not really into Christianity, all this kind of stuff. They're going to outnumber native-born Christians, or whatever you want to call them, uh, quite frankly, rather soon. But the fact is, is we have a ton of people coming here, a lot of places from Latin America. They're Catholic, they're Christians. They bring with you the Christian values, and they're what's key showing that Christianity is, is going. South Korea is another one. South Korea has the biggest... Church on the planet, like evangelical church on the planet, six hundred thousand people a weekend.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I I think it's an interesting issue with if you are coming from another country and you're coming to the United States. Are you mostly Christian? It looks like that's the case. But like, I always go back to this. Uh, When I was young, my parents forced me to go to church, as you do. Right, you're little. Right, When when I was young, my parents forced me to go to Sunday school. So I'd go to Sunday school and then it was the Catholic Church, and I'd go to the Catholic Church and I'd sit there, and I had no idea what they were talking about because it was in Latin it's the same thing every week, yeah and okay, listen, there are plenty of Catholics out there that love that. It, that was not for me that was not for me I, there's and, not plenty of them anymore. well, I always this is what I appreciate it's like how do you grow Christianity? Uh, I think you've got to somehow be relatable. If you're a pastor. Yeah. And I think if you're, like, and I'm not bagging on the Catholic Church. I, I'm not. Um, there's plenty to talk about with that. We're not going to. If you're a priest and you're up there and you're not married and, you know... uh you, you 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 do the same thing every single week. And you don't
0: have kids. And you, you don't, don't have a kids, life that right. everybody else lives. It's hard to Hard to there. relate.
1: Yeah, hard to relate. So I, I found it really refreshing when I met my wife in, in my 30s. And, and then we just, you know, I decided to go to her church. And I'm like, wow, the pastor up there is in jeans. Or, wow, the pastor is married. He's got kids and grandkids. Yeah. You know, wow! I understand what he's saying because I didn't study Latin. Well, and the other thing is, then he is—he's up there and he's preaching. And I'd never heard this in Catholic Church. He's up there and he's preaching. He's telling us how relatable uh, Jesus is. And I'm thinking, well, he's God. How how relatable can that be? And and just for me, it's—he felt pain. He was betrayed. People turned on him. People loved him. People hated him. I mean, and Jesus knows exactly what we go through on a daily basis. He knows that we have pain, we have suffering, we are betrayed, we're we're all that kind of thing, and it's like I started to learn more and more. And I think if you want to grow Christianity, I think my church has a a CCV has a really just a great plan, at least just for me. And that's that's everybody can go their separate ways, but for me it was like wow, I learned a lot. Because these, it's the, the the sermon is so relatable, and then they're they're talking about the Bible, and then they're saying this is how you can relate it to your life, and I got a takeaway yeah. at the end, and I think that's how that's one way yeah. to to grow. And they're
0: trying to get to, how do we get younger people involved. In church that are, you know, uh, native born, if you will, people that were born in America, raised here because they're turning away. The college science, those things are more important. One of the other things is, is everybody looks at church as and they talk about it in several articles as the everything's about. No, you can't do this. You can't do that. And by the way, church is nothing but evil white colonizers. Funny thing is, when you go around the world, they don't look at that. Many places, they look at it as the exact opposite. They help decolonize. decolonize. They help bring people out of stuff. They help give people opportunities to, to get away from evil governments and whatnot. And it's funny the way that we look at it comparatively to a lot of other people. And so they're bringing with them their religion. They're bringing with them their belief system. Mm. And that's the, the the you know that's, that's the interesting part. Now, they're going to have kids here. The kids are going to be raised here. The kids are going to go to college. And the kids will eventually step away from
1: Christianity that's what happens in college. That's For what happens kids, in college now. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. Uh, migrants, whether illegal or legal, are bringing their not Christian faith to the United States. All right. Uh, we've got some uh, news about the 2022 vote. Stolen! Stolen, I say. So, remember the printer issues? Yeah, those illegal printers they put they're in not from illegal from China? No, they're not from China. What was the drop box under it? What did they call that? It was the Tupperware box. They put it in Tupperware, yeah. Uh, So the findings of the independent investigation into uh, the ballot printing issues. You remember on Election Day, we had ballot printing uh, issues. And, you know, some people would fill out the ballot and then they would want to feed it in themselves. And it wasn't necessarily working correctly. Okay, so this is on Maricopa County's watch. So Maricopa County hires... Um, an independent investigation. Here's the in- concluded the um, the findings are that the the printers failed at times because the ballots had a a certain girth to them, if you will. Oh, they were girthy. They were they were a little bit bigger than what uh, what they used to be. They were overachieving paper. Yeah, yeah. So the ballots were longer and heavier, and to put the longer, heavier uh, ballots. Uh, into the into the printer it, 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 the, Now, the, why
0: were they longer and heavier
1: now they were longer and heavier it's a great question I've done uh, I've got copious notes on that <laughs> hold on let me read them to you off the internet <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's not laughs> the is case. it because the words they had to use in certain places because yeah. of Spanish yeah caused the, the paper to have to have
1: yeah. you know they cha- Maricopa county changed the length of the ballot the girth if you will of the uh, ballot. Uh, let's see, due to Spanish language translation requirements. So they needed some more room. They needed some more room. Racism. Uh, So basically what happened was, was that, but here's the deal. All the ballots were eventually counted in the independent investigation. No one was disenfranchised. We say it over and over and over again. Let's say you were, you know what? You were inconvenienced. You stood in line. And it took longer. Yeah, you were definitely inconvenienced. Oh, uh, but I, I left. Well, yeah. that's on you. Yeah. That, that being, being on said, you. though, guys,
0: you, you, you need to do better at this. There was an embarrassment. should never have happened. You don't test it. You test it with everything that's going to be used. Especially Not just, in,
1: after 2020. After 2020. You want to make sure you, you hit, you, you hit 1,000. Exactly.
0: Right. You, you Give nobody
1: any reason to freak out. Right. They said they tested them but I, I don't think that I don't I don't buy that they tested it. They him. tested them but they didn't test it the night before or the week before but or they even they tested week with before. All the paper. If you only tested them with the English version. I don't have copious notes on that part.
0: Then obviously it wasn't like anything changed. They didn't probably test them with the other one. I thought well this thing works fine and how good was your test? Was it a stress test? Like they do in a lot of like big factories. Hey we gotta you know the, let's do a stress test. To make sure this, these machines are
1: holding up. They or said, was it
0: we ran it once. It didn't seem to fail so we thought we're good
1: i think that might be it the report says the printers were stress tested pre-election and did not fail so i think they used the bigger ballots uh but i don't know did you put one ballot in and like we're good I, i don't know i don't know but at the end of the day you had to wait in line longer you weren't disenfranchised from voting you were inconvenienced and if if you know, you remember you're voting on the absolute last day to vote. Yes, you've had weeks to vote, but you didn't want to bring your ballot and drop it off, or you didn't want to what? Well, some people you, like to go in and actually it. vote. You didn't want to mail. You didn't want to mail in the ballot, so you went there. You've got to expect some delays. That doesn't mean that people are stopping you from voting. No, it means that you know what you should expect some delays, and that's what happened. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't perfect. Got
0: to do a better job. Though, yeah, with you got to make sure there's nothing to chance. And I don't think they did that. Right. Hey, speaking of Christianity, uh, did you see the Dalai Lama? What the hell was that about,
1: dude? I don't know. He said something about a tongue. He put his tongue out and had the little boy suck on his tongue. No, he didn't have the boy suck on his tongue. I think he asked the boy to suck on his. Well, tongue. Well, whatever it was, that's kind of an odd thing. Becky Lynn, did you see the boy that got his tongue yes, sucked? I, or, I, what mm, did you think of that? It was,
2: it's, it's very, unsettling. it's very, unsettling. Very, unsettling. Yeah. I don't Wait, even who know who sucked
1: whose tongue. Was well, it the Lama did. for did. asking the boy to do it? Now, asking. why would anyone ask anyone to suck their tongue? What are you Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't why get it either. Yeah. Do you think it was Weird. lost in translation? I don't think
0: so. I don't think so either. He's apologized. He says, "Can I hug you?" Oh, a hug Said, is okay. fine. A hug is good. He says uh, and suck my tongue. Well,
2: it was a kiss on one cheek, kiss yeah. on the other, kissed him on the lips, from what I read, and then the tongue part came next. Yeah, that's it, kind of annoyed.
1: yeah, it's not right. It's, uh, I can't no, figure that one out. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think if you ask somebody to suck your tongue, you you, you know what's going on. I think I think it's pretty obvious. There's no. He's like, supposed to be above reproach. He's the Dalai Lama. Right. There's no There's no like uh, read between the lines on that one. That's kind of gross. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm glad we brought that up. Thank you for bringing it hey, up. Hey, you know what? I
0: think every once in a while we need some levity.
1: We've talked about some serious stuff. That's right. Let's talk about creepy stuff. <laughs> talk about uh, <laughs> that. Coming up next. Coming up. <laughs> hey, would you like to work out at the movie theater? Is that something that would interest you? We're going to talk about what? it. What? Yeah. Yeah sweat, you know, keep your tongue in your mouth. It's a Gatos and Chad, Chad show. Or somebody.
2: The Gatos
1: and Chad show afternoon. You like going to the movies. I like going I to do. the movies. Would you go to a movie and work out? No. It's called Cardio Cinema. So basically what you would do is you would show up to the movie theater. <laughs> Desperate. Movies are desperate. <laughs> like you would show up to the gym, okay? And they've got uh, the, the thing that you walk on. What the hell? this Treadmill, treadmill. I don't okay. have
0: to. I don't have to pedal my bike <laughs> to keep
1: the movie running, right? You know what? That would be a great idea. You watch the movie and you work out.
0: <laughs> Come on, Jimmy,
1: keep going. I want to see the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so here is the the reasoning behind cardio cinema. They say it keeps people entertained during workouts. It distracts, the movie distracts you from doing what most people feel is a chore. Now, like my wife, she likes to work out. It's not a chore for her. Okay. For me, I don't really work out. But, you know, if I go on a walk or, you know, something like that, that to me, that's a chore. I don't like it. I hate it. So I'm thinking, does this cardio cinema, is it reaching out to people like me? I don't go to the gym. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, because I think when you go to the gym, uh, you can put your headphones on. You know, there's some things where you could be, what is it, the Stairmaster What if the thing? movie sucks? How would you work wo- out? The movie sucked. Well, at least you worked out. Well, yeah, but what if you only work out for 10 minutes? Like, this movie stinks. Well, you could walk out after that. Yeah. Yeah. And then your workout's not very good. I, when I want to go to a movie, I want to sit down and relax. Like, that's, that's what, what I, I see to... when I go to a movie. You know, now, this is like the opposite. This is like, this is the opposite. You gave me a chore. Yes. Because all these other movie theaters are like, let's get a bar in here, right? And you can go and drink. (laughs) That's where we are. It's like, hey, you guys can come out and get fit. The other guys, what's the other option? You get hammered. You're like, I'm going there. Right. (laughs) They've got got, uh, the, the bougie food now. Well, that sounds good to me. I like it. Let's let's do the bushy food. Let's
0: do the boot. Let's do the the drinking instead of the person that walks up and down with the flashlight to yell at you for sitting in the wrong place. Are no. you going to have that person come up and go? You really need to start working out harder, Jim. I know you could do it,
1: man. I know you could do it. Start pumping those, legs, it. Yeah. pumping those legs. Yeah, pumping those legs. pumping those legs. I don't know. I it's not for me.
0: No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, they're trying everything,
1: but. At a, you know, you go to the gym, you can you can listen to your headphones and stuff, but they also have like a TV screen. A lot of them have a TV screen where you can just, you can watch live TV, yeah. or sometimes they even have like a movie you watch. It's really no different. You're going to the gym to do that. I want to go to the movies and enjoy myself. Yeah. I don't think I want to go to the movies and sweat. I don't want to smell that in a movie theater. I don't want to no, do that. Now, God, could you imagine what that smells like after a while? Place is all steamed up. Yeah. No.
0: Well, I just... uh, Why would you... uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is where we are, people. Uh, America, uh, we know what you're worried about, uh, because we hear it here. Uh, New Gallup poll. You're worried about drugs. There's no doubt about that, but... You're worried about inflation and the economy. That's the number one thing Americans are still worried about. Nothing's new. Not no. Nothing has changed. No. And this is the second largest, the Gallup, since Gallup polls started doing this, uh,
1: this is the second highest polling they've ever had for inflation and the economy. Isn't, wasn't gas and inflation worse last year compared to right now? Which says almost nothing, yeah. but it was a little bit worse. Well,
0: it got really bad around this time last year. Right. Yeah, and it stayed steady through the summer. Are we going to see that for the rest of it? That I don't know.
1: I think we are. I think there's a good chance we're going to see that and maybe rising through this the, through the summer. I don't know when our inflation in Phoenix is going to go down. No. Where are the top one or two cities? Yeah. Uh, In America, people
0: survive sometimes. I mean, you know, if you aren't lucky enough to own a house a few years ago and stuff, I was just uh, just talking to my uncle a while ago. He goes, you know, it's hilarious. He goes, you know, California. It's a great article out right now where people who make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in California. So a couple cannot afford to buy a house. Wow cannot afford to buy a house in places like Orange County and Los Angeles.
1: Well, think about the the first-time homeowners in the valley. In the valley, you've they're got they're young, they're in their 20s, they're married. Same thing. It's, and it's everywhere. Like, I have to buy almost a half a million dollar house yeah. to start, to start. And, that's and crazy. by the
0: way, that's with higher interest rates now. Right, and right. with what are you putting for your down? Did you save up 50 grand? Unless mom and dad help you out or you get something like that. There's a lot of people out there who can't afford to get this thing. The economy is always going to be number one because we always participate in the economy. 60%
1: have a great deal of concern for inflation and the state of the economy. Coming up next, Becky Lynn's going to be ready to read the news in five minutes. We will interrupt her Uh, nicely. Nicely. React sometimes. React to the day's top stories. It's a segment we like to call at 3.30, holding up the headlines. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30. You know what that means? It's time for us to hold up the headlines, and with those headlines, you're speculating.
2: Suns fans, are you ready for some playoff basketball? The team's going to be playing the L.A. Clippers in round one of the NBA playoffs in a rematch of the 2021 Western Conference Finals. Clippers star Paul George is going to miss at least the start of the series due to a sprained knee. Arizona sports host Luke Lipinski of the Wolf and Luke Show expects the talented Suns will take care of business. You know, if Paul George comes back,
0: that makes it a lot more challenging, but even if he misses a game or two, I, I don't know how the Clippers can really
2: recover from that. Game one is Sunday and phoenix with the exact time to be determined and if you want to become a phoenix suns insider text valley to 411923. get all the latest and breaking news on the sun's quest for the championship holding up the headlines
1: becky lynn reads the news while gatos and chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories i wonder how a lot of suns fans that they feel like i feel uh, i'm not i don't know what's going to happen like remember a few years ago when they just they couldn't lose they were the best team in basketball. They went all the way to the finals. Then they, they won the first few, then they lost the last four against Milwaukee. Uh. But everybody looked at that team and said, "I'm in love with that team. I love them. They're going to go far. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if Durant is going to be healthy. I don't know if, you know Booker's going to pull his hamstring again. I have no idea how Chris Paul is going to play in the playoffs. I'm rooting, believe me. I'd love to see a championship. My goodness. So will everybody else. I just don't know what to expect. I have I, no idea. I With you. I don't no know what idea. to expect.
0: I think it could be uh, – I think we were just talking to, to the wise man. Uh, and, and he, I feel – he feels like they're going to get through this pretty easily. But I couldn't tell the you – first round. Uh, you know, what to expect because as much as he says that, I could – I see them winning – 12 games in a row, you know, going to the finals. Maybe. Maybe. Could I see them get blown out and, and lose early? Maybe. So a possibility. They just know, they haven't given me a sense of, of yeah, if it's perfect, they're great. Well, that's every team in the
1: NBA. We're holding up the headlines.
2: Phoenix hit the first 90-degree day of the year today, and then some. It's about time. Chris Coleman with the National Weather Service forecast a high of 98 today, 99 tomorrow.
1: And there's about a 20 to 30 percent chance we'll actually hit 100 degrees today. Ooh, wow. Phoenix
2: doesn't usually see its first 100 degree day until May 2nd. Ah, I love this. I love get these off weather off guys. My
1: golf course. I love these weather guys. Low energy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> get off my golf course. You know who what you What do you mean get off your golf well,
1: course? When what it gets about 100,
0: they stop coming out. Oh, you don't want snowbirds start to melt then I'm out there playing.
1: Okay. I'm loving it. Well, it was what, 90s yesterday. On Actually, Easter Sunday, right?
2: Officially, we didn't hit 90. We didn't yesterday. hit 90. I thought it was mm-hmm. 90, 80, 89. Today, okay. Today is the 1st day. Valley of the dirt
0: people. We heard, well, I bet we hit 90 yesterday. Yeah. It's all very 90-ish.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. You don't have any concrete out there. There are no roads. I don't know why that would be. Because. Yeah. All right. We're all done with the headlines.
2: An independent investigation found Maricopa County's 2022 ballots mm-hmm. were the wrong length and the wrong weight, which <sighs> led to inconsistent printing. The issue was not found during the testing. The report is recommending more rigorous testing in the future.
0: That's the
1: girth of the ballot. That's right.
2: Girth length.
0: Come on now. And and look, this ballot obviously is over, overachieved in its size. And because of that, and the Chinese bamboo and there's everything no, else. There's
1: Jeez. no ban- bamboo. <laughs> it was a longer ballot as a thicker ballot. And it didn't work. The printers didn't like it. And it's just my question is this. When you tested it out, it worked. But on the day that it was really supposed to work, it didn't work that well. Yeah. What? What? What changed? Well, what was the deal? Was this,
0: they had to put Spanish on yeah, somebody's ballots, it. and it extended the length of the ballots, which made the ballots then tougher to read. Which, of course, racism. No, oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: uh, every day at three uh, thirty, we hold up the headlines. We call it, uh, yeah, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn that? reads, and uh, we kind of interrupt, give you our reactions to the day's top stories. What's your next story, Becky Lynn? Um,
2: an Arizona judge has ruled in favor of the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office in a COVID-era lawsuit. KTAR Susan Monday joins us now live from the newsroom with the details. Arizona's ACLU sued the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office to protect inmates most at risk of dying from COVID. Sheriff Paul Panzone tells the Mike Broomhead show his department erred on the side of overreacting to ensure the safety of inmates and employees. The judge concurred.
1: He stated clearly the Sheriff's Office, Correctional Health Services, and County Health did everything that was not only reasonable, but above and beyond to ensure they met the expectations of the community in caring for the inmate population.
2: And Penzone reports that three inmates died from COVID in that time.
1: It's pretty good, actually. Sorry, but only three people died of COVID. That's 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 probably a good number. Um, and if you want to really talk about it, what did the ACLU want? Did they want to let the rapist out? Yes. Because maybe uh you know, he was a bit overweight and uh COVID could get him. He could keep so himself we, to sure. freedom. Let's let let's let people out who couldn't survive the disease. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You're sorry, but you're behind bars for a reason. You you the you, you got a crime against you. What did you Force
0: him to get a shot.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Right. Good. I mean, you have force you want. other people to get a shot to get a job, why not force them to get a shot? Well you can't yeah. because they have their rights. You don't. Yeah. I'm sure they handed out masks. He uh, said it was a joke. It's ridiculous. What was he supposed to do? It was never
0: enough. And again, they wanted to let some of the people out. We've got not... thousands
1: of people in jail, right? You're just like, yeah, let's let them out because COVID. <laughs> Three people died. We've got thousands of people in jail. It's pretty good. It's pretty And
0: good. we don't even know what the, what was wrong with those three people. They could have a ton of different issues. Comorbidity. Yeah, probably. We're holding up the headlines.
2: Five people dead in Louisville, Kentucky. Another eight wounded after a man opened fire in the conference room of a bank before it opened for business today. This marks the 15th mass shooting in America, and we're only 10 days into April. Here's what we know so far.
1: They know the shooter is dead. They're working to determine whether by his own hand or whether he was shot and killed by responding police officers. They credit some of the officers that were there within three minutes of the shooter opening fire in this first floor conference room of the bank in downtown louisville with saving additional lives we had heard that people were taking cover in the bank vault and elsewhere and they had to do a search to make sure it was clear of both victims and of course they always look to see whether there is an additional shooter but it's believed this one did act alone
2: Here's abc's senior investigative reporter aaron katursky
1: so it's an awful situation you don't want to see anybody get shot and killed but is every shooting in America now the number one story every time it happens? And should it be the number one story every time it happens? I'll just I have nothing to say about shootings anymore. Uh, I don't know what kind of argument you want to have about it, but I, 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 I don't have any. I think it's awful. There you go. I don't have anything else to say about it. I don't mean to be, you know. Yeah. dismissive of it but what else is there to say yeah
0: i i, I don't know what else there's right? to say everybody run find out what does social media look like and if you can't do that paint a narrative around something mm-hmm. so far the narrative that's paint around this is he had uh severe head trauma throughout his high school and junior high days and uh massive concussions and that's what somebody's pointing to it's like
1: it, what it is it's just a horrible situation that's it all right, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads, we interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Brought to you by Carol the Buyers.com, Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. All right, up next. Up next. 30%. Only 30% of people are now working from home. That could be you if you do this one thing. I'll tell you about it next.
2: This
0: is the Gatos and Chad Show. So you want to work from home. There's a battle going on right now, Gatos, a battle of people that want to work from home. Mm. Uh, I think it's safe to say that working from home full-time is probably gone, but hybrid is here to stay. Here's the issue. Not everybody gets to play the hybrid game. Uh, some do get to work from home as much as they want. You know who those people are? Managers. <laughs> they want you in the office, and they don't really want to be in the office. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's life. That's yeah. why I'm a manager, and you're not. Is I got the right? important stuff. Is that so? That is crazy. But this has gone on for a while. I remember when like a lot of the Silicon Valley companies were saying, All right guys, you gotta come back and then they're saying, Hey, our managers in Hawaii. They're not here in in Palo Alto. Right. Yeah. Right. And now it has grown across the country that people are coming back. The I don't want to say the upper hand right now is sitting in a position of employers, but it's definitely better than it was a while ago if you're an
1: employer. It's different.
0: But there is this sense that they, the managers, will still take far more time at home. They'll stay home more, and they'll want you
1: in the well, office. Then that means we have bad leadership in this country. It's, uh, it's... They're taking advantage of something. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, well, you wouldn't could... you if you could? No, you would never take no, advantage I of something. No, I want to be in, no. oh, be in uh, with all the other people, with the worker bees. <laughs> I want to be in there with the worker. Well, wow, that makes it feel worse. I want to be with you, peons. I would definitely be staying home. There's I no I can't doubt. yell at you from here. Well, how about this? You know, <clears throat> when you were in school and the teacher wasn't there, yeah. did you really work hard? No. <clears throat> Not many people did. But you know what? The teacher, Same was, thing like now. the sub never gave us
0: the no, still.
1: Yeah, no stuff. But, but no. I mean, like now. I work hard when well, the teacher was there. Okay. But now it's like, okay, in the office, uh, you got to at least look busy. There is a boss that is walking around that's seeing, you know, it does for a lot of people. Some people can, listen, I don't need any motivation. Some people need a motivation. How are you going to get motivation if you're at home? That's true. I don't know how you're going to get any motivation if you're home in your pajamas. I don't get it. It's time to go back to work. It's it's ridiculous now. So we've got what 72 percent of private sector jobs. Yeah. Now they're back in the office. That needs to grow. I'm not. I was never a fan of people working from home. Uh, I didn't want to work from home during COVID. Neither did you. We came in every day. I don't care if people work from home. I just couldn't do it. I, I have couldn't give any in. opportunity. I would absolutely do it. I just. I you would do it. Uh huh. Yeah, but would would you get it? Would you see for me? I have to go. I have to get up, get dressed, take a shower, drive to work and work. I can't do that if I'm at home. It feels like a weekend. It feels like, well, I can work anytime I want. I need some sort of structure. I can't just sit at home and work. But I don't you, want to so do you, that.
0: What you're saying is you don't have the the willpower to structure yourself to do that from home.
1: I don't think I do. I think I'd be, uh, I think I would I would be distracted by just about everything. And I think because I did voiceovers, which is basically something you do by yourself. You stay and, at home, and, you're a little and, and then
0: on the other side of it, when I, you know, my national show is both my producers, one of them's in Atlanta and the other one's in uh, Arlington, Virginia. So it's not like I see them every day. Mm. So me working from home isn't a big deal, uh, in that sense, so it wouldn't have been a big deal. And plus, it's sixty-five a 65-mile uh, drive for me, so that would have been sweet.
1: Well, that's true, too. I mean, it, it does, does all depend on your situation.
0: But, so no, I mean, I, but where I get where you're coming from is you want to be in an environment where, you know, we're talking about stuff, we're dealing
1: with stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, where the show's going to go. Yeah, th- I could totally
1: see that. Uh, yeah. This is pretty interesting. Um, there's something that could be new in school classrooms, Right. Someone has come up, and they've developed a collapsible, bulletproof shelter. And it could be installed in your kid's classroom. So a guy named Kevin Thomas came up with the design. Uh, This was after the Uvalde, Texas shooting, where 19 kids were killed, two teachers. Uh, The police officers decided, well, we've got these big guns. We're not going to use them. So it's like a rapid deployment safe room. And it's set up in the corner of the classroom and you can do it in 10 seconds. It could be expanded. It provides shelter against bullets in an active shooter situation. Um, so they're saying it's real protection. It's easy to use, protects you on all four sides. Um, there's an Alabama classroom. It's the first, uh, school system to use these shelters. They installed two of them. Uh, so the shelters cost fifty thousand dollars each.
0: Browning has a security door. They make guns as well for the Nike missile. Those are eight grand. Okay, and it's like a vault. You go inside, you shut it. It's got like twenty different things, and you're not if you're is
1: blasting it, through. If you're coming through, it. is it the door of the classroom that yes. they would replace for yeah. eight grand? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because
0: yeah. and if somebody's getting through that, they're using something so big, they're going right. to get through this or anything else. It doesn't cost fifty grand, right? So $50,000 for the shelter. Or $7,800, and I bet you get a good deal with Browning. With the door.
1: Yeah, with the door. Yeah,
0: And it's cool, man. You go in there and you swing that little thing around. It's like a bank And it's vault? like a
1: bank vault. Look at what we've come to. My goodness. Hey, coming up next, um, up? the first place Diamondbacks have a big surprise for you every time the eighth inning rolls around. Stick around.